Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes, Brandon Bang and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Haiti, have no fear. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is in Sukasa, in the house. Museum quality podcasting coming live and direct on today's podcast. Former first lady, which former first lady has been anointed the throat goat? What? Which former first lady has been anointed the throat goat? Plus, how I almost fell in love with a stripper. In Houston in the 90s, the NFL, NBA breakdowns, and so much more on a fantastic, high-flying, fully disruptive I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes? Start this puppy off with something real proper. Okay, but most importantly, start this motherfucking museum quality, fully disruptive I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. So let's put something real loud and real proper. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Let's go. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check them out at help.com slash dingo and get 10% off your first month. Better 
helptelp.com slash dingle. Get 10% off your first month. I want to thank True Bill for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. From forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, True Bill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you do not need. Go right now to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you thousands a year. Nobody likes being billed. They try to sneak it past you all the time. Go to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you thousands a year. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yes. Have no fear. The, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Dapper Dingo. A.K.A. the Jewish James Dean. A.K.A. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting. Going 15, 15 rounds every single time I pick up the microphone here. Welcome to the Zone of Disruption. The Iron Diggity uh, Dome of Disruption. Hope everybody's feeling good. I hope everybody's feeling safe. I hope everybody's feeling sane. I hope everybody is keeping their heads on a swivel. I hope you guys are keeping your heads on a swivel because the Omicron and the mask mandates are back. Boom. Anyway, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, a non-fact-checking podcast, the world's only podcast that prides itself on not fact-checking anything. Like I said, I hope you guys are all good. I hope you guys are all sane. I hope you guys are all safe. Uh, and I, I, I hate to keep saying it. I thought I would stop saying it. But it is time to continue to survive in advance. Survive in advance. I don't know what the numbers are. As of the recording of this Iron Rap Poor Stereo, I, who cares about the numbers? Who gives a shit about the fucking numbers? You, you know what it is. Everybody, we didn't get educated in school on science and healthcare, but now we're all educated on science and healthcare. There's just different classes, different platforms we're all learning from. So I don't need to tell you what to do. I don't need to tell you how to do it. My wife, the conspiracy theorist, she said to tell everybody to take their vitamin D and zinc, if you didn't hear her. She's never on mic. You know, it's very important to, to be on mic when you're doing a podcast. She's always screaming. I said, I said babe, if you want to get on the podcast, if you, if you have to chime in, whether you're angry, happy, sad, whatever, get on the mic. You know, we pride ourselves on that I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast sound. And she's over there screaming, you know, from the bleachers like a fucking lunatic. I said, get on the mic. The people like hearing from you. The people like hearing from Mrs. Rappaport. My wife's name is Kibi. okay? I could say that to you guys because as I've said once, I've said a million times, 
I feel like when I speak to the listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, I'm speaking to a trustworthy group. I'm speaking to, I don't necessarily say fans. They're not fans, and I don't want to necessarily say friends. But you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were like looking to bring me down. Why would you do that? There's 7 million other podcasts, right? You have plenty of places you could be right now, but you chose to be with me. And I take that seriously, and I appreciate it to the fullest. Anyway, uh, as you know, unless you're living under a rock, the motherfucking Omicron has become the, the talk of the town. And uh, I hate to say this, but it's looking like my father, Disco Dave Rappaport, has coronavirus. He, he didn't get it all this time. My father's 88. They call him Disco Dave. Uh, right now, I am not concerned. Uh, it's going to take like a, like a, I don't know, like a fucking rocket ship to shoot out of the sky with precision, precision, bad intentions to take down Disco Dave Rappaport. Um, we're getting another test, this test, the right. Uh, you know, obviously, when you hear about your loved ones getting the coronavirus, especially, you know, my father's 88, uh, you know, he ain't Superman, you know, you get nervous, um, but talking to him and seeing how he's feeling so far so good we didn't even triple confirm yet as of the recording of this iron rapport stereo podcast if disco dave actually does have the monster we don't know if he has that omicron we don't know if he's got that delta what what happened to delta it didn't sound as scary as omicron moo there's a couple other variants uh, but the Omicron, that's stu- that's going to be around for a while until they come up with something bigger, better, stronger, and faster sounding. Sounding. It's got to sound fucked up. Omicron sounds like something you don't want to catch. You know, it sounds unfun, unpleasant. Um, but um, I'm hoping, and I, I truly believe that, you know, a lot of the mental, the mental part of it is, um, you know, important. I I am willing off getting the coronavirus. I do not want to get the coronavirus. I am being careful uh, to not get the coronavirus, but more importantly, I am willing it off. And uh, anyway, uh, Disco Dave, it seems like, it looks like he's got the monster and he'll be fine and I will keep you updated. And uh, I'm not worried about Disco Dave right now. So... Nobody out there needs to worry about Disco Dave. Uh, What we do need to worry about is this Saturday night. This Saturday night, it's happening again. Okay? It is happening again. The quote-unquote fight of the year. (laughs) Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley Part 2 is happening this Saturday. Saturday night, December 18th from Tampa Bay, Florida. 
and I'm sure it's going to be a shit show. Um, I will definitely be watching it. I will be in Rhode Island performing this weekend. I am at the Comedy Connection all weekend. The 16th, 17th, and 18th. 16th, 17th, and 18th. I am at the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, the 18th is the Jake Paul-Tyron Woodley fight. I have to say Jake Paul before Tyron Woodley, which is, it's so, it hurts me. And it, trust me, I've thought about that. Tyson Fury's half-brother, with, I, I don't even remember his name now. He had to pull out because of some injury. Bop, 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 bop. Yada, 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 yada. And now it's Tyron Woodley coming in on two weeks notice. I know he stays in shape. He trains and all that shit. <sighs> you know where I stand. You know what I'm hoping for. Uh, you know what my dreams and prayers are, Tyron Woodley? Can you can you fucking do this, man? Can you let your fucking hands go and knock this bitch out? Break his big fucking nose? How much more uh, begging, pleading, hoping can I come up with? But the 16th, 17th, 18th, I'm doing five shows, three nights, and then I am driving back after the last show on the 18th, and I will be watching the fight in the car, because on the morning of the 19th, I'm flying to Los Angeles. I'm going to California the 19th. I'm done. Okay? Got to fucking chill out, relax, you know, recalibrate. I'm on out a lot. You know how they have buttons, output, input? I'm on output a lot. You know? So I got uh, two and a half weeks in California, and then boom, Back January 6th, 7th, and 8th in Denver. And the young shooter will, in fact, be at that show. I can confirm the young shooter will, in fact, be at that show. Those shows, the 6th, 7th, and 8th in Denver. And then we fly from Denver to New York on 9th. And then, boom, January 10th, the entire week, Wendy Williams, boom, back on Wendy Williams the entire week. Full disruption, daytime TV, uncensored. It's going down again on Wendy Williams. Speaking of Wendy Williams, I hosted the Wendy Williams show this week, Monday, the 13th of December. I got a phone call 9.45 p.m. on the Sunday. Sherry Shepard, who was supposed to guest host for Wendy Williams, went into the hospital with an emergency appendicitis. They call me like Kirk Gibson. Yo, Mike, we know this is crazy. Yo, Mike, we know this is wild. We're sorry to even be calling you this late. We, we, we know that you go to sleep early. Any chance you're available to do the show? Uh, Sherry Shepard went into an emergency appendicitis operation. Procedure, whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know what appendicitis is. Appendix? Is that like tonsillitis? I don't know. Who knows? I go, you know what? I just so happen to be doing nothing tomorrow. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Really? Yeah. I'm ready to go. What time do you need me? 7.30. Boom. I show up at the Wendy Williams show with a gym bag. I got no publicists with me. I got no handlers with me. I got no hair, makeup, masseuses, physical trainers with me. I show up with my my wardrobe in a bag, a fucking gym bag, right? 
Boom, I go on fucking Wendy Williams, slam dance that shit like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. And they say to me, uh, how? How? And I go, I just, this is what I do. I'm a professional shit talker. This is what I do. This is how I get down. And I just walked away with my fucking gym bag. I said, you want to ride home? I said, I'm going to walk. It's 11, 11.30. I'm, I'm going to walk home. Feeling good. Feeling fulfilled. I came, I saw, I conquered. Like the great Jay-Z once said. But uh, that's, that's my next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, and then I told you, February, we're all over the place. I'll tell you right now, February... Third, Tacoma, February 10th, 10th, 11th, 12th, West Palm Beach. That's Super Bowl weekend, I think. February 17th, Boston, 17th, 18th, 19th, Boston. February 24th, 25th, 26th, Buffalo. April 4th and 5th, Pittsburgh. A lot of people have been hitting me about Pittsburgh. No, that's not April. March. Sorry, March 4th and 5th. The fuck? March 4th and 5th, Pittsburgh. March 10th, 11th, and 12th, Austin, Texas. Okay? We're not playing games. March 24th, 25th, 26th, Spokane. All right? And I'm going to start posting the rest. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Some of those dates in February are not up yet, but they will be up uh, very soon. But I told you what it is. And, uh, you know, if you know the club uh, locally in any of these cities, you know, go go to them. Uh, but I'll post everything on my site and yada, yada, yada. It's all available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. The point is, is that we're coming to the end of the year and the stink and stain, the stink and stain that is on the year 2021 doesn't go away, okay? It doesn't go away because of what happened at the top of the year. The insurrectionists, okay? The insurrectionists, the rioters, the murderers that showed up at the Capitol building because of pig dick Donald Trump, he incited these freaks, these disenfranchised dumb fucks who've never listened to a, a political figure in their whole life, but for some reason they're just so inspired by pig dick Donald Trump who could not, he wouldn't piss on you if you were asleep. That stain will never go away. It's, it's eerie to think about. And I'm sure there'll be all sorts of stuff on January 6th reliving that horrible, horrible day. The day that I somehow got myself suspended on Facebook for a, I don't know, was it 150 days? 100, yeah, it was 150 days of fucks, those worms. Uh, it came out today that uh, Pig Dick Donald Trump Jr., uh, he was texting his father, and he was uh, texting White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to try to get his dada to make him stop. These texts were released Mary Trump, who has really no life, uh, who I think is nuts too. I think she's nuts, Mary Trump. 
I think she had a part in revealing these texts. But Pig Dick Donald Trump Jr. was texting his father and texting the chief of staff, Mark Meadows, to convince his dad, Dick Stane Donald Trump, to end the insurrectionist. He's got to condemn this shit ASAP. Pig Dick Donald Trump texted, we need an Oval Office address. He has to leave now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand. Can he make a statement? Ask the people to leave the Capitol? He don't listen to you, Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr. Even when you're trying to do right, he don't give a fuck about you. Your father don't respect you. You dumb fuck you. He don't respect you. You're Frito. You're the entire succession crew wrapped up in one person, dummy. He likes Ivanka better than you because at least he could grope his daughter. He could put his hand on her waist and remind himself what it's like to touch a young lady. <laughs> you guys are sick fucks. Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr. You thought you were going to talk your father off the insurrectionist bridge? You fool. You dummy. You loser. What a loser. <laughs> what a fucking bunch of losers. What a family of lowlife creeps. Just thinking of a succession, which I don't think I've talked about that much on this show. I watched this show, Succession, on HBO. I got to tell you, the last two episodes of season three were just excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, I was talking to my wife. I was saying, you know, all the great shows, it could be the Brady Bunch. It could be the Jeffersons. It could be the Simpsons. It could be the Corleones of The Godfather. Okay? It could be Rocky, Paulie, and Adrian family. Okay? It could be The Sopranos, Walter White's, The White's. Most great stories, most great movies, or a lot of great movies, stories, TV shows, tend to be about family. It's Meet the Fockers. Eh? Right? Family. A lot of times it's romance, but a lot of times family. You know, just the shows that I, I, I named off the top of the dome right there. Uh, I'm sure I could go on and on and on about different shows. The uh, Ray Romano, right? It's about family. And this succession family, what a bunch of fucking... What a, first of all, let, let's just talk about this. The acting in succession, the acting in these last two episodes in particular, all of them. Uh, the guy who plays Roman, Culkin, the girl who plays Shiv, uh, obviously the father, uh, the guy who plays Kendall, the four of them, the whole cast and crew, so good, so nuanced, so challenging. Like, the way I look at acting and the way I get impressed by acting is... I look at it and be like, yo, could I do that? Would it be hard to do? And, you know, what might be hard for me to do might be very easy for another actor to do. What might be very easy for me to do could be extremely hard for 
a different actor to do. It's all very, you know, different for different people. But there's just certain things where you're like, yo, they're hitting it. And as far as the direction, the writing, the cinematography, and the acting, particularly, I mean, it's been great the whole series, but particularly these last two episodes of season three, I mean, so, so good, so nuanced, so compelling, so emotional, so darkly comedic, and and it's just about family. It's about, you know, this terribly dysfunctional family, and as dysfunctional as this family is, they're all they have because they're such fucked up people, which I don't need to go into why these characters are fucked up people, especially if you don't watch a show. I don't like talking about things and assuming everybody watches Succession, just like I don't like to deep dive on Housewives or anything where I know not everybody watches the Housewives. Not everybody is watching Succession. Not everybody watches NBA. Not everybody watches, you know, NFL. Uh, so I try not to stick to one subject too long when I'm talking about uh, shows and things that people watch and don't watch, especially this day and age when there's so much shit to watch. I mean, there's so much shit to watch. Anyway, I just have been so impressed and, and so much fun and enjoyment watching these last two episodes. Me and my wife, I mean, we were just cracking up and just like, man, that shit was good. And, you know, pausing it a couple of times and talking about, oh, why do you think it was good? You know, what she thinks and, you know, what I thought. And just just such really, really, really high-end, high-level shit uh, succession. You know, and it, it has the gratification of The Sopranos, I don't want to say that. It doesn't have the gratification because it's not murdering, it's not killing, it's not gabagol, it's not any of that kind of stuff. But the underlying, Six Feet Under is another show about family, the underlining tone is the same of, of all those shows. Disappointment, betrayal, loyalty, fractured loyalty, dysfunction, um, and family. It's it's the same thing like all those shows that I just mentioned. Even The Simpsons, dysfunctional. It's comedic, right? The Fockers, dysfunctional, comedic. It doesn't have to just be drama. You know, we think it has to be drama. You know, Godfather, Godfather 2. Anyway, I just really, really love Succession. It's just been excellent. And if you've heard about it um, and never watched it, it's definitely a dope show and, and high-end, uh, you know, storytelling, high-end acting, direction, writing, and cinematography, uh, but like I said, I can't go on, and I could go on and on and on about that acting. It's it's been excellent. Listen, listen. We get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road. We get annual checkups. We go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent illness. Going to therapy is like both of these examples, okay? It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to be proud of. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness. I am so, so happy to be working with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers videos, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you do not have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could start communicating with your therapist in under just 48 
hours, why not invest in the most important thing, which is your mind? Okay, we invest in everything else. Start investing in you. Start investing with the most vulnerable part of you, your mind. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. And the I Am Rappaport listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Dingo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Dingo. On this very podcast, I have talked at length about how hard it is to cut the cord on these streaming subscriptions, these online subscriptions. They're trying to screw you left, right, and center. If you're suffering from way too many subscriptions, there is a way out and you do not even have to talk to anybody. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. Save you money, save you time, save you hassle, save you stress. Let Truebill do the work. Average users save $720 a year using Truebill. I have already saved $436 myself. My wife saved $222 so far. We just started using the Truebill app. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, do not want, or simply forgot about. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, $9 here, $4 there. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. 2 million users and has saved them over $100 million. I'm telling you, I already use it. I love it. Like Truebill users, Matthew B. who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved 660 bucks for the year on my direct TV bill. Saved 120 bucks for my year on the Sirius XM bill and saved $840 a year on car insurance. Personally, I am telling you, I can't stand when they bill you. You don't see them coming. You don't know where they're coming from, robbing you and ripping you off. Do not fall for these subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash champ. Truebill.com slash champ. I don't promote it if I don't use it. I do not promote it if I do not use it. Go to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you literally thousands of dollars a year. You know, it's funny. The other day I was uh, online. And for some reason, well, I found out later. I'm looking on Twitter. And I see the term throat goat. On Twitter, trending, throat goat. I never heard this term, but I, I, and I see a picture of Nicki Minaj and I'm like, fucking Nicki Minaj. What a brilliant, brilliant. She probably came out with a song or said a lyric calling herself the throat goat. I was like, this, that's perfect Nicki Minaj shit. You know, calling herself the throat goat. Only Nicki Minaj could say that. And I'm like, oh yeah, Nicki Minaj, she's the throat goat. I'm laughing, throat goat, throat goat. I turned back on there a little bit later, and it turns out they weren't even talking about Nicki Minaj. This whole Madonna 50 Cent thing, which I've commented on, talked about it on the podcast. I actually talked about it on the Wendy Williams show. It turns out that somehow, some way, the throat goat was not, in fact, Nicki Minaj. It was Nancy Reagan. What? Nancy Reagan is the throat 
GOAT, former President Ronald Reagan, was the throat GOAT. Uh, and apparently she could, she could do tricks on the dick. She could do tricks on the dick, and she did tricks on the dick when she was in Hollywood. You know, because uh, she was an actress, this Nancy Reagan. And uh, apparently her suck game was insane. And what the fuck are you talking Babe, about? you don't know about the throat goat? Babe, what? I just heard you say something about tricks on the dick. You don't know anything about... Babe, what kind of podcast? What is happening? I was explaining that I saw Nicki Minaj and the word throat goat trending on Twitter. And it turns out, and I thought... Only Nicki Minaj would call herself the throat goat. I, that, 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 may, that would make sense, right? Uh, I, I'm sure, I guess, but... I, okay, I, okay. okay, and it turns out it was not Nicki Minaj who is the throat goat. Apparently, the throat goat and the OG throat goat was former first lady Nancy Reagan. <laughs> That's a fact. Okay. And then people started coming out with old stuff about her. And, and what she would do when they were still in Hollywood and how her suck game was insane and tricks on the dick. I didn't even come up with that, uh, that lyric. That's a... And do tricks on a dick. Dirty rotten scale. J. Rue the Damager. I always thought it was a great lyric. J. J. Rue the Damager, he, he got some shit. When J. Rue the Damager was in the pocket, he had some shit. Anyway, I just was like, Wow. I mean, what a great stripper name. That's a great strip. That's like some Megan Thee Stallion or like a real stripper, like in Atlanta, Florida, Pensacola, Florida, you know, Houston. I was in a strip club in Houston with the late, great Ted Demi. Holy shit. I'll never forget that. When we were doing a press for Beautiful Girls, we went to a strip club in Houston. We flew into Houston in the morning. We did press all day. We were staying in this ill hotel in Houston. Never really spent any time in Houston. Shout out to my man, uh, OG Paul Wall. And shout out to the suit boss, Mark Ross, who's lacing me up with something real nice and something real proper for my upcoming week of Wendy Williams. But yeah, when I was down there uh, in, in Houston, yo... I fell in love about four or five times in the strip club, but I remember there was a white girl with a, I mean, a fat ass that I would have married on the spot. If they, yo, you know what strip clubs should do? They should have an ordained minister in the strip club because motherfuckers would marry bitches, girls, women. I don't want to get my wife. She ain't coming here. They would marry women in the motherfucking strip club. That would be, ill if strip clubs started having ordained ministers people that can marry is it minister whatever ordained people i'm ordained i did one wedding anyway how did i even get on oh the throat goat that throat goat um yeah so apparently nancy reagan uh, her, her head game was was wild her head game was legendary she had a legendary Head game. And she is, in fact, the, the one and only throat goat. Um, what else I got to talk about? The playoffs in fantasy football are coming. 
I am ready to rock and roll in my playoffs in the Money League. And unfortunately, oh, fuck. Unfortunately, Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. There Will Be Blood, a.k.a. Make It Stop, uh, Make It Stop, got bumped out of the the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League. And the reason why we got bumped out of the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League is from that loss from that sloppy, big-tooth, rotten mouth, banana boat buoy. Him and his big teeth beat us in our last matchup. Rotten tooth, Baba Bowie finished sixth in points, but finished seventh overall and knocked out the delight. He's a dirty, filthy, stinking, good for nothing, buck tooth ape. It fucking hurts. To not make the playoffs. It's the first time Rappaport's Delight has not made the playoffs since we joined the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League. It will be the last time we don't make the playoffs in the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League. It's embarrassing. It reminds me of the time when we we lost to him, I believe, in the playoffs and discussed it on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. And And I'll be honest... Now that I'm talking about it, I feel the emotion and the feelings coming up. The shame, the embarrassment, the humiliation to lose to that horse tooth jackass, that dirty, disgusting, miserable, monkey face gorilla, Baba Boy. But the games must go on. Rappaport's Delight is competing high-end, deep, deep, deep after achieving our third high score in the Money League with Ja Rule, Joe Button, okay? CC Sabathia, my team of Jumbotron, Josh Allen, Nimble Najee Harris, Smokin' Joe Mixon, Tyler the Rocket Locket, KJ the Bomber Osborne, Noah, the Ark Faint, Debo, the Fantasy MVP, Samuelson, Evan, the Boot McPherson, and the Titans D. Fantastic performance. We're playoff bound and ready for anything. Ready to rock, ready to roll. I just need my guy, Adam. I've got a feeling, yes, that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. I got a feeling. I need him right. I need Damian, the hitman Harris, right. Along with fantasy football, the regular season is kicking like Freddy Krueger. Somehow, someway, the Patriots are back to haunt and disrupt your dreams of winning the Super Bowl. We all knew that Mac Jones was going to be something coming out of Alabama, but Jesus Christ. He only threw the ball three times the other day last week versus the Bills, and they still won three times. New England Patriots, these fucks, 
Just when you thought, oh, I don't hate them as much as I used to, once they start winning, you're like, I, I, it doesn't matter who's there. I just don't like them. They've won seven in a row, eight of their last nine. They had a bye week this week. And they're on top of the AFC at nine and four, nipping, nipping at them is the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Patriots are playing the Colts Saturday. Yo, this is where we're, yo, football's on Saturday. You know it's real, guys. When NFL football starts to play mid-December on Saturday, that's when it's chips on the table. And then they play the Bills again and the Jaguars at home, and they finish up in Miami. I hate these motherfuckers. Also, I'm going to give a shout-out to Urban Meyer for being the very worst rookie head coach in recent memory. Way to go, man, Mr. College. Take that goofy shit back to college football, Urban Meyer. You're not that dude. You're just not built for the NFL. Take that shit back to college football. But how can college football players really respect Urban Meyer when they're like, maybe he just don't know what the fuck he's doing? Mushface Meyer looks cooked on the yard, and his team quit on him. The Titans, they finished their season by playing at Pittsburgh, home versus San Francisco, Miami, and then Houston, Kansas City, who looks like they're back. You know, I'm not surprised. They're back. They're peaking. The championship offense, the defense, the Travis, the Mahone boy, the whole... The whole song and dance is rocking and rolling. I think when the playoffs are, are lined up, the Chiefs are going to get the home field advantage. And uh, they're playing Herbert with the good hair and the Chargers this week in Los Angeles, which I got a friend of mine who also went to that stadium, said that stadium is ill in L.A. Also, the Colts are playing good. Nobody's talking about the Colts. Jolton Jonathan Taylor is up for MVP of fantasy and real-life football. But I'm telling you right now, Jumbo Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and, and I fuck with them. You, you, you got to get it right. You, you played very well versus Tampa Bay, but very well don't mean shit. Very well means nothing. A loss uh, where you played well means nothing. They've been hot. They've been cold. I even called the Dust Brothers. I know they were like, huh? I said, I'll cut Josh Allen. I'll put him on the bench. I would never cut him, but I'll, I'll cut him. I'll, I mean, I'll bench him. I know these guys are like, what are you talking about? I said, I'll bench this fucking guy. You know, he's had great points uh, the last two weeks, but there's been a couple of weeks I'm like, yo, this is supposed to be my MVP, Jumbo Josh. The last four games that the Bills have, shout out to the Bills Mafia. Shout out to El Duque. Shout out to Griselda Records. They're playing the Panthers, the Patriots, the Falcons, and the Jets. So we should see them in the playoffs, but they need to figure out how to run the football or they're going to be out again. They made the AFC Championship last season. Like I said, they lost a great game to Botox Brady and the Bucs who are 10-3. and three. They have a lock on the NFC South. I mean, the Bucs are ridiculous. They need home field because uh, they're nearly unbeatable at home. Their schedule is easy. They might grab it. 
But uh, it's crazy. It looks like we have three teams from the same division that are going to make the playoffs. The Cardinals, the Rams, the Niners from the NFC West. The NFC playoffs are going to be a war in the trenches. The AFC playoffs are going to be high-scoring shootouts galore. The NFL is and always will be fantastic. That's right. I'll say it again. The NFL is and always will be fantastic. The contenders are separating themselves from the pretenders. And I am telling you, my team and I at CaptainPicks.com went undefeated in NFL picks this week. Do you know how to spell undefeated? We went undefeated in NFL picks this week. A sweep. Not coulda, shoulda, woulda, a fucking sweep. And nothing makes me happier when Rapper Pack members... When captains at Captain's Picks are making that money, we're doing it NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, soccer, and more. Sign up today at CaptainPicks.com. We don't steer you wrong. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, hell no. We only steer you strong. Real strong. Real proper. Okay, a few weeks ago, my Super Bowl prediction was the Cowboys versus the Bills, but I'm changing that today, and I'm sticking to it. Of course, unless somebody gets injured. I am now taking a rematch. The Super Bowl will be in Los Angeles. The stars will be out. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be running it back versus the Chiefs. And Patrick, uh, 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 my homeboy. And some of you are saying, Patriots, you're hating on the Patriots. How poetic would that be? They ain't ready. Tommy Botox versus cheating Bill Belichick, a.k.a. the chin. But I, I just don't feel like this Patriots team, with all due respect, is going to make it out of the AFC unless they somehow, some way, figure out a way to get that offense just a little bit more high-flying. But it's been great, and this is, the, this is the greatest time of the year. We got Steph Curry breaking records. We got the NBA tuning up real nice, real proper. We got the bowl games, NBA basketball, NCAA basketball, and I am telling you, CaptainPicks.com. Go to CaptainPicks.com. We're getting bigger, better, faster. Oh, yeah, and stronger on some $6 million shit every single week. Okay? I'm watching these games on Sundays. No phone, just me, a jockstrap, and TV. Fantasy football is jockstrap season. Oh, wait, Mike Rep, you only break it out in Miami. Fantasy football is jockstrap season. Anyway, I'm done. Okay. Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. Come see me in Rhode Island this week if you're out there. Come see me in Denver. Top of the year. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. End this puppy off with something real nice. End this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real loud and real funky. This, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast.